Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. When the lost at any cost for Jesus Christ I must plant a church and make it grow somehow This is my mission, the work of God But I need the anointing the anointing breaks the yoke Without the power I cannot overcome the world I know it's not by power, it is not by mind But by the Spirit, the Spirit of God I can go going without Jesus. I can't preach if I'm preaching without Jesus. I can't go if I'm going without Jesus. I can't sing if I'm singing without Jesus. There are times that I there are times that I feel helpless How could God use a nobody like me? When I think of all my weaknesses, my failures I wonder what I could ever do for God So I've been praying saying, Lord, please choose another person, someone special and someone more qualified. But the Lord insists that I must go for Him. So I've been praying and I'm saying, Hallelujah. Come, let's pray about the offering. My nice Usher Benjamin. Father, we thank you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Is it good to be in church? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Always. Is it always? Always. always good to be in church? Always. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. Always good to be in church? Yes. So how come some people have a difficulty coming to church? This is the case of the world. Pharaoh. Uh, what do you think? Case of the world, Pharaoh. What else? 
Flesh. How does the flesh... Flesh. How does flesh present you from coming to church? Tired. So those of us who are here, we are not tired. <laughs> Giving into the flesh. It's, it's amazing. All of you are giving reasons, but what is that? Certain fire, okay. Your answers, your answers don't reflect like people who have read Bishop's books. Why don't people come to weekday service? Because Sunday the place is full. So how come we don't see that many in weekday service? That's what it is. That's what it is. Baby Christians. Immaturity. You don't want to be harsh? That, that, that's what it is. Statistics have shown that immature Christians. You see, Maturity in Christianity has nothing to do with how long you've been a Christian. You can guess what who was in church for a long time but still a baby. Yes, sir. So, so there are some indices that you used to check. Okay? What? And, and maturity is, you know, mature, maturity is reflected by those who attend God's service. They, they have a, because you see, it's, it's maturity that will make up Make you wake up and go to work even though you are tired. Is that true? Is that true? Yeah, it's maturity. The reason why you will get up and go to work in, in, in spite of the fact that you are very tired. That's maturity. Yeah, but if we're a child, I don't feel like what 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 is the question we have children? I don't feel like. Why do, I, why, do I, why do I have to do it? <laughs> why do I have to go hit that? That's a, that's a real one. Why do I have to hit that? That's a child. But when you are an adult, you, 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 you do it in spite of what you feel. So all the reasons that you gave, oh, tiredness, flesh, you are all reflecting childhood characteristics. And until the people overcome that childhood characteristics, they can never come. So, the, the one, not, not attending a weekday service reflects maturity. Seriously. Not paying tithes reflects where your heart is. No matter how flamboyant any church member preach, Reverend, your message is powerful, I love you. Check their tight record. If they don't pay tight, don't believe them at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because the Bible said that where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. And don't tell me that, and don't tell me that the dollar is not a treasure. <laughs> so, because there are some people, they can give you a lot of accolades. But when you check, they don't pay tight. Don't, be, don't believe them. Yes, don't, don't believe them. Are you hearing me? And then, and then, and then the, the number of people who come. All this fact, I mean, it's a mega church. Go read the book of mega church. Prayer meetings. Prayer meetings reflect the spirituality of the church. Spiritual Christians come to prayer meetings. Are you hearing me? These are all numbers you have to know. Amen. 31st night service. No, no, it reflects something. You have to read the book. The numbers that come for that reflects the popularity of the church. Because when a church is popular, everybody who doesn't go to church, says, I'm going to this church. You know that? Yes, oh, because every unbeliever. Every unbeliever who wants to go to church on the 31st, they look at the most popular church in town. And they all show up. Just to go and cross the year. <laughs> so you must know numbers. Amen. Amen. So as you see yourself in weekday service all the time and you don't see somebody and then you see them on Sunday, you know that you are much more mature than them. Even though you don't tell them, but you are. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Because you no, know, it takes maturity to do things that it, it takes maturity to do things that you normally don't want to do. Yes, because if no, if you, as I'm standing here, if you ask what I want, what I want to do now, as I'm standing here, sleep. <laughs> if you ask me, what do I want to do now? I won't lie to you. So it takes maturity to preach. Hallelujah. To do which is my work. Okay? It takes maturity to do your work when you are tired. That's all. That's what it is. A child will not do it. Hmm? Hallelujah. So last week I spoke to you about, I said last week, last month, we did a bit of leadership. Hallelujah. September is a month of loyalty and disloyalty. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And when it comes to loyalty and disloyalty, if you are in this church and you don't know about loyalty and disloyalty, then you are not in this church. Hallelujah. It is it is 101. It is lighthouse, lighthouse, lighthouse. Everywhere we go, they call him Bishop Loyalty. Bishop Loyalty. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, I'm going to teach you about loyalty and disloyalty. Amen. It's very important. Okay, to understand loyalty and disloyalty. Amen. I said amen. amen. And spiritual, you see, for status, you see, um, you shall know them by their fruits. How many think that how many think that, um, or let me put it that way. How many, how many think that Jesus, no, I don't even know how to frame the question. I'm finding a way to frame the question so you can understand it well. Loyalty and disloyalty. Uh, who's more spiritual, Satan, Satan or Christ? A question. Who do you think is more spiritual? Jesus. Satan or the devil? Satan or Jesus? Jesus. Huh? Jesus. Jesus. It's a, no, it's not a true question. It's a simple question. It's a simple. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't think too deep. Don't think too deep. Who is more spiritual? Or who, who's a good example to follow? Jesus. Okay, is that simple enough? Who's a good example to follow? Jesus. Satan, and, Satan and Jesus. Who's a good example to follow? Is that simple enough? Yeah. Good. That's all. No, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not a trick question. If it, it's trick, I'll tell you. I said, who's a good example to follow? Jesus. Satan and Jesus. Who's a good example to follow? Jesus. That's it. Okay, it's not a trick question. And, and, and they were both with the Father. Do you understand what I'm saying? They were both with the Father. And both exhibited certain attributes towards the Father. Are you hearing me? It's, it's, it's not, don't think complex. Who was loyal to the Father? Jesus. I said, who was loyal to the Father? Jesus. Who was disloyal to the Father? Jesus. So if you are loyal, what, who are you following? Jesus. If you are disloyal, I'm not being any complex. So disloyalty, what I'm saying is that disloyalty is Satan himself. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Disloyalty. Attributes of... So I'm going to talk about... So when you see any of these attributes... So the first one that I... So my first statement is that loyalty represents Christ. Okay? Highlights. Loyalty represents Christ. Disloyalty represents Satan. Hallelujah. Jesus said, the works that my... Said, the works that I see my father, that's what I do. He, said, he does nothing by himself. Hallelujah. Amen. I must work of the work of Moses and while it is day. He was always loyal. Satan rather is, I will arise. I will be like the most high. Hallelujah. Amen. So the first thing is that 
Loyalty is following Christ. Disloyalty is following Satan. Okay? Number two. Loyalty ends in promotion. Disloyalty ends in. Are you hearing me? What happened to Jesus Christ? What? What, what, what happened to Satan? Very good. Are you hearing me? No, it's, it's, it's simple. I want you to get these principles right. Amen. Before I go into the details. Okay? Yeah, get the principles right. Before we are going to the details. Okay? And then, and then, and then that's number one, number two. Then number three is um, when you hear the message about loyalty or disloyalty. Anytime you hear a message about loyalty and disloyalty, the first person that the message applies to is you. Don't ever think of anybody. Okay? Check yourself first. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because as the message is coming and they are giving an example, suddenly you see somebody. Mm. <laughs> but see yourself first. Hallelujah. Always check yourself first. Of course. Of course. Like Bishop says. And, and that's, sometimes, sometimes that's what makes the preaching of this message difficult. Are you hearing me? Yes. Why, this, why am I two girls? One is not back. Sometimes the reason why messages like Naira, message of loyalty is difficult to preach. Okay, do you know why? Do you know why? It's like what Bishop says about preaching about leadership. Sometimes African examples, African leaders, African leaders are a very good example of bad leadership. Do you understand? They are good examples of bad leadership. So when you are talking about leadership a lot, at a point it will look like you are attacking the government. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? Even though that's not your intention. But they fit all the examples. <laughs> so if you don't take it, they will say you are criticizing the government. But it's not that you are criticizing the government. They just fit. They fit it so much. Are you hearing me? In the same way, that's what loyalty and disloyalty is. Sometimes when you are preaching as a pastor, you see that some people fit it so much that you feel like you are talking about them. Yes. <laughs> are you hearing me? Because they fit all the examples. So they, 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 they say you are talking about them. They say you are, you are not talking about them. They are just a good example of a bad thing. So rather, what you need to do is that as the thing, every line fits you, you must then begin to if you, just, just assess yourself. Because to be honest with you, no pastor has time or no man of God, anointed man of God has time to use the pulpit to talk about you. You are not that important. <laughs> and I got, that, I got that statement from Lady Pastor Louisa. Quote unquote Lady Pastor Louisa. At one camp, somebody got angry. Said, ah, they're talking about me. Louisa said, hey, you think you bought the ticket? <laughs> You think Bishop bought the ticket? Paid all this amount of money? Come here to talk about you? <laughs> Important new ticket. <laughs> he has better things to do than to buy a ticket to come and talk about you. <laughs> exactly. Are you hearing me? So, you, do you get it? So, number one is what does, what's the first? Jesus is what? Satan is what? Number two is what? And then disloyalty leads to what? Number three is what? Thank you. Just you first. You first. Okay? Then the fourth thing is the scripture. It is required. It is required in a steward that a man be found what? Show me that verse. It is required in a steward that a man be found what? It is required in the story that I might be found what? Which is loyal. Hallelujah. So the fourth thing is that loyalty is a principal requirement. Moreover, hallelujah. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found what? 
So it means that it is a requirement. Do you understand? It is a requirement that if you want to be called a steward, and a steward is somebody, somebody check the meaning of the word steward. Servant. Or what? No, don't, don't say your word. You think a servant, but it means, it means more than a servant. Nobody has a dictionary. Stewards. What? That's the chief steward. Mm-hmm. A, person, a person who does what? Yeah, that's one, but we must not. An official appointed to what? Supervise. More. There's another reason here. Oh no, the second one. An official appointed to what? It is required. In stewards. It's an official appointed to supervise. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is required in stewards. Hallelujah. So it means that for you to have any position in the church, which is an appointment, so that somebody you command somebody. Or you, an official appointed to supervise. So it means that for you to become a cell leader or whatever, even lead two people, you must pass the test of loyalty. It is a requirement. If you don't pass that requirement, you cannot even lead one person. An official appointed to supervise. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? It means that for you to become a pastor, you must pass the loyalty test. Because a pastor means that you have been appointed to look over other people. Take heed of yourselves or of the flocks which the Holy Ghost has made you an overseer. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me, church? So, and the Bible says that it is a requirement or another word says that loyalty is the principal thing. Okay? It is what? A requirement. Now, now, I want you to understand it too well, you know? Valerie, you see, when you go to school, they have some required subjects and optional subjects. Core. Let's say you want to do nursing. What are the core? Anatomy and what? Physiology. Biology. Microbiology. And what? Nutrition. They are core. What are optional subjects? Optional. Or elective. So, so it means that if you don't pass anatomy, you cannot become a nurse. Is that, is that what you are telling me? Is that what you are telling me? That if you don't pass anatomy, you cannot become a nurse. Are you hearing me? It's a core subject. So if you don't pass, you cannot be. Because it's a core. Are you hearing me? You, you, you cannot be. I want medical school, the same thing. They are core subjects. You must pass the core subjects. There were, there were optional things like sociology, African studies, drama. Eh, eh? But, but physiology was a core. Chem, biochemistry was a core. Are you hearing me? I said, are you hearing me? Yes. So when something is a core, it means it is, you see, it, 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 you need for you to, is the main thing. For, for example, for example, you see, first, I'm talking about core requirements. For example, when you go to the DMV <laughs> and you take your car for inspection and they are inspecting the car, there are some things that are core. Hallelujah. The, the ties are core. The ties are core. Because the ties are essential. The brake lights are core. The brakes are essential. Check engine are core. But if your car has sound system in it, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. You can have the most wildest sound system. If your brake light does not work, they will fail you. 
Because, you see, because, because a non-functioning brake light is dangerous for the car. Not having music in your car is not dangerous for the car. Hallelujah. It's, it's required. So they'll tell you the required things that you need for, to, for a car to be on the road. For a car to be roadworthy. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Roadworthiness. That without this, the car is not safe on the road. The tires must be in good condition. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about principal things. And the Bible says loyalty. If you want to be a steward. If you don't want to be a steward, then you don't need to be loyal. And if you don't want to be a steward, it means that you are saying that you are, you are just there. Me, myself, and I. I don't preach to anybody. Nobody preaches to me. I'm there. <laughs> but if you want to be a steward, then loyalty is a requirement. Hallelujah. It means, and a steward means a shepherd, a leader. Somebody appointed to look something. Hallelujah. So even if I tell you, if I said from tomorrow, you should take care of the little children upstairs. Loyalty is required. Anytime you are given a job to do, Loyalty is required. If I saw you are in charge of cooking and baking in the church, loyalty. If I say you are a singer in the church, it is required. Moreover, because you see, with that loyalty, because you see, this loyalty is Satan. And if you don't, if you don't put a system whereby Satan is not welcome. It will not work. Hallelujah. And loyalty is Christ. Amen. Amen. So it is a principal thing. It's a principal thing. Yeah. It is a core subject. I don't know whether they still do it. But when I was going to school, no level, you have to, if you are an art student, if you are a science student, you must pass English. Not literature, just English. Don't. If you're a science student, no, 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 no. You, 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 you went to a bad school. <laughs> I went to the Science College of West Africa. Okay? <laughs> the Science College. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> it was, if you did, if you did, if you're a science student, you must pass one English. And if you're an art student, you must pass mathematics. That's what it is. So even if you get, if you're a science student and got all ones, you're a science student, got one in chemistry, one in biology, one in this, one in that, and you get a seven in English, you fail. That's what it was. Yeah, it was, it was a principal thing. Your headmaster, your headmaster was not good. <laughs> yeah. Are you hearing me, church? I said, are you hearing me? Yeah. So this, I'm giving you the foundations. Amen. And then the, and, and the reason why um, the reason why it is important for us to teach loyalty Okay, because the wisdom is justified by his children. Hallelujah. Amen. We have seen the effects of disloyalty in churches. How it has killed people's ministries. Hallelujah. Because that's Satan himself. Amen. Amen. And also, like everything else, you see, the teaching on loyalty is more of immunization. And the thing about immunization is that when you get a shot, you need to, it weighs off, you need to get a booster. And a booster. And a booster. So, so Bala, every year we talk about loyalty, yes, it's the annual booster. It's your annual PPD test. You need a <laughs> <laughs> It's your flu shot. That's, eh? So every season you need, a, your, you need your loyalty shot. Hallelujah. 
Just like how you get your flu shot every season. Every season you get your loyalty shot. Okay, so we are going to get another booster of loyalty and disloyalty. Hallelujah. So, tonight I'm talking about disloyalty. And the first, like I said, but I gave you the main highlight. But when it comes to disloyalty, the, what, the first thing I want to say about it is that disloyalty is a gradual process. Nobody becomes disloyal overnight. At all. At all. Disloyalty is a gradual process. Nobody wakes up one day, I'm a disloyal. No, no, no. It's a gradual process. Yeah. It's a gradual process. That is why anything that is so, so in medicine, you see, our bishop is a doctor, that's why he writes like this. In medicine, anything that is gradual, you must learn to identify the stages. That is why they say that, like, if, if you take breast cancer, God forbid, nobody will have breast cancer. We cancel in the name of Jesus. We bind it in the name of Jesus. But if you look at it, if you study it, it's a gradual process. First of all, the soul you begin to feel a bit uncomfortable. Then when they examine, you feel a little knot, which is different from the, the lump you get when you're having your period. Because when you're having your period, your breast also swells up, but that's hormones, girl. <laughs> that's total hormones. Okay, that's fib fib fibrous tissue, fibro uh, okay? But in the, in the real tumor, the mass is small and hard. And then it's painful. You understand? But these are all gradual. Are you hearing me? That's why, the, that's why. In fact, the first one is, you, in fact, the first one, you don't even see it at all. That's why it's called a, a carcinoma in situ. Or intraductal papillary carcinoma. You don't even see anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> So, the, so I'm coming. That is why, because, you, because that one is so, you don't feel anything at all. So the only way to pick it up that early is why they recommend the annual exam, which is the mammogram. If you have a high risk, you have to do it because a mammogram or to pick it up. I'm not saying go and do mammogram. I'm just talking about so they all have their side effects. Please, I'm just teaching you. If you need more knowledge, come and see me after. I'll talk to you in private because all this will have a lot of proving side effects. So, we have to be careful. Are you hearing me? I'm just giving you the literature. Amen. Amen. But because it's so gradual, so if you are waiting by the, for the full-blown disease, which by the time you see it, it's a huge lump. It is attached to the skin. It's called podorange. There's, there's something called podorange. Podorange is French. What does it mean? Orange skin, pour the orange. The skin of an orange, pour the orange. The skin of an orange, because at that time, when you take the breast, it's like the skin of an orange. You see that the breast looks like a skin of an orange. That's called pour the orange. You know how the skin of an orange looks like? Very rough end. So if you are, by the time you see pour the orange, then you have hit a long stage four. See, that's fine. Are you hearing me? So, so, based, that, so, so because, because nobody, you don't get breast cancer overnight. You are not going to get that at all in the name of Jesus. Amen. So don't even think about overnight. You don't get it at all. Amen. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Amen. We cast that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your breast is for your husband to enjoy, not to kill you. That's what the rest is for. Why? That's the use. That's the use of the breast. It's for husband to enjoy. Your children are, your children are just part-time takers. <laughs> the main person that is source for him. Go and read the Bible. There's no way the Bible doesn't say that let your breast satisfy your children. Say let it satisfy your husband all the days of his life. The children are is there any, show me a verse, a verse in the Bible. <laughs> you read it, right? That's what it says. 
Is there any verse in the Bible? That says that let, let, your, let your children enjoy your breast. So the children just get their breast. Libya, have you heard what I'm saying? So it is for Jeff. <laughs> These guys from time to time just get partake it. And it's temporary. After that, they, this part time is over. they say your part time is over. <laughs> Uh, let, me, let, let me preach. So, what? So, so it's stages. Amen. Bring your mom teaching. It's stages. Amen. So, in the same way, that is what lawyer, anything that is gradual, stages. So, a good clinician, a good clinician, okay, a good doctor, is good, or a good health system, I must say. That's, that's why they do all this. That's why they, every year there's a research about should we do prostate screening? Like, the same with prostate cancer. It starts gradually. That's why they do the rectal. And all this. Because you, a, a good health system is the one that has the ability to pick up the disease while it is early. Because anything when you pick up early, it saves you tons of dollars and it saves you life. Amen. So in the same way, a spiritual person, knowing how dangerous disloyalty is, knowing that disloyalty at its full stage, you are gone, you will die. Do you know that? Yes. All the people who were disloyal, they died. Satan himself, who is Judas, Absalom, uh, Joab, all of them. So knowing how dangerous it is, it is a good spiritual system or a good church will put a, a lot of emphasis on early detection. Teaching. To safeguard you. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Early detection. Hallelujah. So you don't get into the final stage. Stage 4 metastasis. It's too late. Look, when you hit, you see, not from DZ. When, you, when the patients get to the stage four metastasis, the tumor is in their lung and in their brain. No medicine can take them to Mayo, Cornell. Nothing can save them. It's too late. Are you hearing me? In the same way, when somebody hits a certain stage of disloyalty, it's too late. So early detection is the key. Amen. I said Amen. Are you understand the teaching? So, one of the earliest symptoms, it shows that your bishop is a doctor, and your pastor is also a doctor, that's why we can teach you that way. Are you understand the teaching? Are you understand the teaching? See, one of the earliest symptoms that somebody is about to develop disloyalty, the earliest sign is independence. You see, independence. You see, if you don't think yourself, you say, oh, the person is just cool, he's redrawn, he's minding his own business. No. It's like, oh, a little lump in my breast. Maybe I'm putting on weight. It's no. Independence. So, as, and I, and I said, the teaching of disloyalty is for you first. So, as you begin to feel a bit independent, a bit redrawn, you must know that This loyalty is about to begin. Let me kill it right now. Let me kill it what? Right now. Yeah. That, that is why when they do the when they do the mammogram and they see the carcinoma inside too, it's very small. This is a mammillary duct, very small. Very, very small. But the treatment for it is a wide decision. Let me take the, the thing and all the tissue around it. Because this small thing, if I leave it, it will kill me. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So the first stage of, the first symptom or stage of disloyalty is independent stage. Amen. Amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. So now, what does independent stage mean? It's very simple. Look, independent stage, independent stage. What does it mean? I'm a practical teaching. Huh? What is independent stage? 
mountain. Like what? Example of independent stage in the church. You are fasting. I'm fasting. Okay. You are praying. I can pray by myself in my house. Huh? Rehearsal. I don't need to come. Huh? But I will sing. <laughs> what else? Huh? I don't want to set up anymore. You see, independent stage. You see, the slow-up stage. At first, at first, you see, at first, you used to come. But gradually, you are redrawing. You have a different mind. Independent. So, we are all wearing blue. Blue is not my color. Uh, blue is not my color. Huh? It doesn't look like it on me. Blue is not my color. Blue, blue is not my color. No, no, no. Me, blue is not my color. Robert, you see, I'm, I'm, I, I don't have anything against you, but you know, personally. What people, what you start you take like Personally. <laughs> personally. It's one of the common statements of the dead Oh, I have nothing against you, but personally, personally, I don't think we should do this. Personally. Watch independent people. They use that statement. Personally. I understood all that Reverend said, but personally, I think. Watch the statement like that. Oh, I understand what she said, though. I mean, I mean, I agree with him, but personally. Personally. I agree with everything, but personally. Watch that. That's independent spirit. Why is your personal opinion above the leader? Independence. Personally. Because independence means that you rule yourself. Before Ghana got independence, we were under the queen. After the independence, we don't care squat about the queen. So when you hear statements, personally, I'm telling you. Oh, I agree with what Felicia said. You know, the, the song. I mean, it's a good song. I mean, I mean okay, I mean, uh, just uh, singing the, the chorus three times. It sounds good, but personally, I think it would be better if it was done. <laughs> personally. Yeah. Personally. I think if, if you have sung it that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> personally. Yeah. It's like there is, there is a general message. A good example. Let's start with Joab. Show scriptures. Joab. Second Samuel chapter 3. Verse 20. Second street. You see, the background to this is that there was another army commander called Abner. Abner was some way. Okay? Like another general. He was some way. He harassed David. Worried David. And Joab. Joab was the commander of David. Army. So, so far as the, the, the military, he was an army general. So far as he's concerned, the best strategy to deal with Abner is to kill him. But David, who is the king? You see, and mind you, even though you are the army general, the king is the commander in chief. It is the commander in chief who calls for war. You don't call for war. If, we, if America sends troops to Afghanistan and they die, they will not blame the chief of staff. They will blame the president. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, David said, no. Killing this guy is the wrong thing. That's not the way I, I intend to solve. So, David invited Abner to come to a feast. And so, and so Abner came to David Hebron and 20 men with him. And David made Abner and the men with him a feast. 21. 
And Abner said unto David, I will arise and go, and will gather all Israel unto my lord the king, that they may make a league with thee, and that thou mayest reign over all that decision. And David sent Abner away, and he went in peace. Hmm. Verse 26. Verse 26. And when Joab was come out from David, and when Joab was come, you see, the after Joab came, he said, who was here? So Abner, the guy. And there's a one, he said, yeah, you know our man, man of, man of peace. You know our man. He doesn't like fighting. You know our reverend. He's always peaceful. Our reverend. He's always messing. You know our reverend. This thing is spoiling the church. He's not dealing with it. This is our reverend. This is our reverend. You know, this is our reverend. Some of, this, some of this young ladies, they are lazy. They don't help. And so we allow us to deal with him as the older woman. This is our reverend. <laughs> yeah. And when Job was come out, brought him from the, the uh, uh, and when Job was come out from David, he sent messengers at Abner, which brought again him from the well of Sarah. But David knew it not. David what? David did what? So another side of the independent spirit, having meetings without the knowledge of the pastor. I'm preaching. Having, you see, let me tell you something. I, I can't believe it. The pastor or the one in charge is not so easy does no need to do everything. But since he's in charge, it is right and proper that even if you are collecting $2 on the side for your fellowship, let me know. 99.9, I will say yes. But it is good for me to know. Very important. You have no idea. One day you'll be surprised. There are people that you collect their money for, they will accuse that you ate their money. <laughs> and since nobody above you knew about it, no one can defend you. <laughs> hey, you be careful. Huh? Somebody here say, hey, these people, they are collecting the money, they haven't consulted me. The day somebody comes and says they have chopped their money, I will not defend them. Be careful. <laughs> He knew not. David was clueless. People, independent people, had meetings without the knowledge of the commander in chief. You know? Hmm. Because Ghana does not consult America before they do anything. Because we are independent. Are you hearing me? Yeah. I'm giving you the signs of independence. I personally think is one doing things without the leader's knowledge is another. Yeah, doing things without the leader's knowledge is another. Sometimes I hear, Paula, you know, sometimes I hear something that amazes me. Two people be talking. They say, oh, oh, we don't, we don't have to bother Reverend. Is this? He's too busy. It's not important that he knows. I heard that statement before. Oh, you don't have to bother him. This is between you and I. Dangerous. Including even a beloved. A brother who comes to say that look. A brother who comes and say that look. You know, you know, we, uh, you know, we don't let the, we, the pastor. Let's let's see how it goes. We, we, the pastor don't need to know about this for now. Hmm. I'm preaching. Okay. But David knew it not. Next one. And when Abner was returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside to the gate to speak with him and quietly smote him there under the fifth rib that he died for the blood. You see, killed him, one touch. And Joab was a wild guy. He smote him under the what? He smote him under the what? 
What is in the left fifth rib? The heart. heart. Straight to the heart. He doesn't miss. (laughs) Kill him one touch. But you see, what what he didn't know was that this action could have brought brought a war. Are you hearing me? We had a meeting. The king had decided. And then you pass the way. And you do that. Could have plunged the whole nation into a war. So, people who take meat outside the knowledge of the leader. If we are sat down, we say we are having leadership meeting. I'm preaching about a lot of time disloyalty. We say we are having leaders meeting, cell meeting, airfare meeting. We all sat down and I talked, or Lady Pastor Anita talked, or my wife talked, or Reverend Joe talked, everybody, or a pastor spoken. And then after the meeting, I said two or three, go and form, form a subcommittee. We, 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 if you have anything to say, eh, an opinion, why don't you lift up your hand and say it at the meeting? Now that the meeting is over, we are now going to form a subcommittee. <laughs> Independence. If you have anything about the meeting, why don't you say it? Because every time we have a meeting, don't we say, does anybody have any question? Well, can I say that all the time? Yeah. Questions, contributions. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah, that was Joel. Yeah. Kill the guy one touch. Yeah. And Joel is a, you know, let's even talk about it. Just Joel alone. One time. Second Samuel chapter 12, verse 28. One time, they went to war, and David was not around. And when the thing was over, Joah sent a message to, to David. Now therefore gather the rest of the people together, and I camp against this city, and take it, lest I take the city and it will be called after my name. It's like, if you don't come, look, I'm taking over. <laughs> I'm taking over. You are the pastor. You are, you are the pastor. If you don't come, I'm preaching. <laughs> oh, I know some pastors like that. You see, you are five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes late. No. I think Reverend is too much. Five minutes later. Um, praise, and worship, praise, and, praise and worship has ended. And Reverend still hasn't come. And we are five minutes into the seven. So, you, hallelujah. I think Re- <laughs> because all along, it has been your dream. So, this is your opportunity. Hallelujah. The, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say Amen. <laughs> I'm taking over. <laughs> give, give, give me a high note. Give me a high note. Give me a high note over there, brother. Listen. I'm preaching. Taking over. Convention. Gathering. Taking over. Turning point service. Hey, people, people have gathered. The pastor has not come. Yeah. They will, I mean, they will see that me too. I'm anointed. Ah, all these years. <laughs> Joking, but these are true stories. You have, you have seen this before. In the, yeah, you, you see, I'll tell you what. One person, you see, one person that I will always say shows a good example of this was Davis. Anytime I'm running late room, Davis will call me, Reverend. This is where this thing has reached. What should I do? Where we have reached, what should I do? 
What do I do? Because more than you will told what to do, but you don't take authority and do it yourself. You'll be told what to do. But that's not a time to show your anointing. Kalondo. Kabeneli Masototo. He said, the Bible says, where the carcasses, that's where the eagles will be. He said, when you gather, one of you have a song. Another has a hymn, a prophecy, and an interpretation. Brother, give me a high note. <laughs> oh, God. No. That's job. In our system, I, I, look, I have been with Bishop. That maybe someone I'm a blue bishop, and then coming and going somewhere. Very big meeting, and people are waiting. And Bishop Saka will always call. Let me tell you something. Nine out of the time, the leader also does not like the people waiting. Do you know that? Do you know that? So he more he more likely tell you go ahead because nobody likes people to wait. If you ask, what should I do? You rather be told go ahead because nobody likes anybody to wait. But at least by asking, you are showing. That's what you have to Because sometimes, you see, sometimes when you are running a program, Anita also does that, where, 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 where with that? Because sometimes we ask, well, how many people are there? You see, even though we say we are standing the program at 10, you know how things are. If you're a leader, you also have to learn to see whether it is optimum time to start. So it's not like I said, oh, if you don't say 10, wait till 10.30 and call me back. But you don't say, well, he said 10, he's not here. Shimon! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, have, I can teach you so many things about this lawyer, but you. Yeah. Independent. I'm saying Independent. Yeah. Ah. Early detection is key. That's what I'm saying. All this. Okay. So, if you have that, you see, first thing, you see, meetings outside the meeting. Yeah. Personally. Personally. Not deferring, I mean, taking charge without asking. Taking charge without asking. Oh, choir rehearsal. Oh, Felicia, please call her number again. When you call 902, it goes to a voicemail. I've called her five times. It, goes, it keeps on going to the voicemail. You know, I, I think we'll be here for a long time. You know what? Okay, look, uh, Eugene, start. We're going to play this keyboard. You probably may be right. Do you understand? But get clearance. It, it, it just reflects. It's, and, and, it's for your own safety. Because if something goes wrong, the leader can say, I told you. The leader backs you up. And loyalty is not only no in church, even applied in your secular job. Don't jump on any project at work without getting the backup of the boss because when something goes wrong, even when they say do it, they can run away from you. Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. And, 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 and the final point for, uh, uh, continue, for, for independent people or the slayer people or jobs like, see, like Joab, they also don't leave you. They don't leave. They are always there. They never leave the church. Where they don't obey. <laughs> yeah, they don't go. They don't go. Joab never left. Joab never left. They, they are in the church. They are independent. But they don't leave. Yeah, that was Joab. They don't leave. They don't leave the church. Yeah. 
talking about it. They don't need. Seriously. He said, you're always around. Been around for a long time. Always having subcommittee meetings, but they don't leave. <laughs> because, because, because they are living will be good for the pastor, so they don't leave. <laughs> yeah. I know, I mean, Bishop Johnny told us. Bishop Johnny told us about. No, Johnny, I want you to tell us about a choir member. Who got married? I think John Bishop Lenny was a person was handling the choir. And a sister got married from, from by the brother from another branch. So she left there to go and join her husband. Then a couple of months later, he saw the sister back in, in Bishop Saki's office. So he said, Oh, what's going on? He asked Bishop, what's going on? So Charlie, it looks like they're having a serious problem in their marriage, Joe. And she wants to come back. Johnny Nelly said, Bishop Saki, whatever you do. <laughs> whatever counseling you have to give <laughs> so that this girl has not come back. <laughs> because hardly, hardly, hardly do they leave. I'm telling you, independent people. Because they have been around for a long time. They are usually not novices. Because a novice doesn't have the courage to form a subcommittee. Because they have been around, they seem to have a voice. Joab never left. Joab never left. But anything David said, Abner, he killed his own son, Absalom. He said, don't kill my son. He says, Solomon is the king. He says, no, I'll back up Adonijah. But he never left. So, I understand what I'm saying. So, before you look at anybody, look at yourself first. And after you look at yourself, then you can see somebody else in your corner of your eye. But remember, early detection is the key. Jesus was loyal. Satan was disloyal. Stand up to your feet. thank you this tonight we thank you that we will be good examples like Christ who showed loyalty like the Holy Spirit that was the spirit of loyalty for the Holy Spirit said I, what, I see, what I hear the father that's what I tell you to do he, he said he shall say nothing of himself but whatever the father says father may we be loyal to the people you have given us May we be loyal to Christ. May we be loyal to our calling. Father, we come against every satanic trait of disloyalty. May no trait of disloyalty be found in us. And give us 
the, the prophetic eye of the eagle to pick, to pick up any disloyalty signs that we may, we may not be destroyed. Father, thank you. Thank you for calling us into this ministry. I pray for each and everyone here that we'll be faithful. We'll be loyal. We'll be faithful. We'll be loyal. We'll be faithful. We'll be loyal. For there's a price for faithfulness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Don't forget. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.